What's up, Kentucky Hikers? It's Loose Pants Mike here with your Kentucky Hiker Project podcast for Thursday, October 6th, 2022. Why are my pants so loose? Have I been working the street corners? Did I recently have liposuction? Did a benevolent alien abduct me, take me to their spacecraft, and return me a skinnier, stronger version of myself? Nope. Nope. And nope. I've been running. Consistently. And yoging. Consistently. And as it turns out, you put those things together, and the pants aren't quite as tight. I'll take it. Anyway, this episode is benefiting Kentucky Natural Lands Trust, a nonprofit organization whose mission it is to expand our public lands. And we're going to help them out with a thousand bucks so they can add another acre for the good guys. That's us. On today's episode, since it's fall, I've got a great destination for you to enjoy the colors. This season, it's Brakes Interstate Park. It's probably one of the best places to go anywhere in Kentucky uh, for the changing colors in the forest. And then on the skills segment, we're going to talk about when do. Uh, peak colors arrive. It's the most, it's easily the most common question I get this time of year. And on the leave no trace segment, with this being the busiest season of the uh, hiking hiking year, uh, urine and feces. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. All right. So Breaks Interstate Park. It's one of only two interstate parks, not like driving on the interstate, but managed by two states because it crosses state lines. And so it's situated on the Kentucky-Virginia border. Um, the Russell Fork River Gorge is better known simply as the Breaks. And the Russell Fork is of the Big Sandy River that flows through Pikeville, and so many of you will be familiar with that river. Uh, the Russell Fork, it just leads into it, similar to the Big South Fork, which is the Big South Fork of the Cumberland River. So this particular river gorge is more than 1,000 feet deep, and so it makes it two to three times deeper than the Red River Gorge. And it's also known as the Grand Canyon of the South, which it's the deepest canyon uh, in the eastern half of the United States. So it's mostly easy hikes, but there also has um, you know, a really tough trail, which is the river trail that, uh, that I have hiked and really enjoyed. Um, but most, for the most part, you can get there, uh, enjoy some easy hikes. And really the reason you go is to hit the overlooks. And so I would suggest hitting the overlooks of the park for sunrise, you know, hit them midday and then hit them again at sunset. Um, they're easy walkouts that you can just drive up to, or you can link them together for a couple miles of easy walking out and back. Um, there are seven developed overlooks, including Lover's Leap, Mill Rock Point, the Towers, the Lodge, um, Tower Tunnel, Clinchfield, and then State Line Overlooks. Each one provides a different scene, and so it's worth going to each and every one of these because it just gives you a little bit different perspective of not only Pine Mountain in the background, um, but also the river in the foreground. And so it's just a, it's a really great place to go to catch views. And of course, uh, that is why river gorges are among the best hiking uh, that you can find out there. It's because typically you can find a cliff top somewhere, just like these overlooks, and you can enjoy a really nice view um, without having to climb a giant mountain. Anyway, <clears throat> and then beyond that, while you're at the park, make sure you drop down to the river uh, to catch some great scenes there as well. There's two options that are pretty easy. Uh, one is Garden Hole, where you just kind of drive up to it, and they have a canoe launch there or kayak launch. There's some Class 5 rapids, and so don't put in unless you're uh, ready for you know, a pretty serious ride. And then there's also a short little hike on Camp Branch. Um, that is also off of that same road. And so um, the Camp Ranch hike I thought was really nice. It has a couple of uh, small waterfalls after it rains uh, that kind of dump into the river there. And so uh, it's kind of a, it's a really nice scene. And as far as the fall colors go, um, this time of year, uh, the colors will be changing, uh, probably reach peak colors here in the next uh, couple of weeks. And so the main reason to visit Breaks, it's amazing views, easy hiking, and the only exception to that is the river trail. Um, outside of that one trail, everything else is uh, pretty easy to do. 
Uh, if you want a type two fun kind of hike, you can do the loop from the overlooks all the way down the river trail and then come back up. It's super fun. I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It also is the finishing stretch of the breaks uh, ultra marathon race that takes place there. That's about a 45 mile race that goes from uh, Brakes Interstate Park all the way up uh, Pine Mountain to Birch Knob Observation Tower, um, to the base of it anyway. You should definitely add that on if you're going to be doing that race. Uh, but anyway, so Brakes is a fantastic destination. Uh, the park uh, has all of the amenities that you would imagine. Um, I did take a look at a couple of weekends coming up this fall, and it looks like the lodge is booked on the weekends. Uh, they also have a number of cabins that are actually more like houses. Um, so these aren't the small little cabins that are typical um, inside of the Kentucky State Park system. These are actually, you know, just big lakefront houses, um, two and three bedrooms apiece. And so if you're going to go with a group, um, that's another option for lodging. And then also there they have an expansive campground um, and there are still plenty of spots available right now on the weekends. If you visit during the week, all of those options are available to you. Um, in addition, they have a little gift shop. They have a really nice restaurant. Uh, I've enjoyed many meals there over the years. Um, and so it's just a nice place that you can just kind of hole up for the weekend or for a couple of days and enjoy all of the uh, great scenes there and still get all the food that you need. And then they have all of the gear that you need along with, you know, all the tourist stuff. You know, grab you a t-shirt, get, get a sweatshirt, whatever it is, and uh, just enjoy yourself while you're there. So that's it for the for breaks. And then I'll post a link uh, on the podcast notes. And so I have a nice little collection on the old website of these hikes. Um, I still have yet to document about a half dozen other hikes that I did. Uh, actually, it was I think it was last fall. And um, and those were absolutely gorgeous um, scenes there. So uh, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. But, you know, uh, whenever, whenever I get around to it, I'll share it with you. And then as far as the skills segment goes, when are peak fall colors? Number one question that I get this time of year. <clears throat> Everybody wants to know. And so let's just start with a typical fall. Colors start to pop in September. Uh, they become much more noticeable by early October, right about now. Uh, it gets better by mid-October, and then by late October, uh, that's kind of the peak. And so usually that last, you know, let's say that last 10 days of October or so, uh, heading into November, that's when peak colors are. It, of course, varies by region, you know, and so the colors will be a little bit different in eastern Kentucky uh, in the mountains uh, compared to what it would be in western Kentucky around the lakes. <clears throat> but usually by mid-November, all the leaves are gone. Uh, by then, we've gotten plenty of rain and wind and that kind of stuff. But this year, it's been pretty dry. Um, I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, the Mississippi River is actually having a lot of trouble with getting barges through, and it's mainly because there's just not enough water uh, to keep the barges uh, from running aground. And so it's been dry throughout a big section of uh, the Midwest, and that includes uh, you know Kentucky, and so uh, the timetable, when it's been dry like this, it moves up by a week or so. And so instead of having peak colors, let's say on Halloween, uh, maybe it's going to be on the 23rd, 24th, something like that. And so in addition, uh, colors are, are wiped away each time that you have a series of uh, storms come by. And so whenever you get wind and rain, it knocks the leaves off. And so then that takes you know, what was previously a very colorful tree and just turns it into a naked tree. And so ideal conditions, usually you're going to look for the last couple of weeks of October during a dry patch, maybe just a little bit before that. Um, ideally, when you go visit, you want to visit, um, you know, after a little bit of a dry period. So let's say it's been dry for three or four days. That gives some more uh, leaves a chance to turn. And uh, right before the next round of rain and wind is usually the best. 
But really, uh, just try to get out there as often as possible during this season so you can watch the transformation. And it doesn't need to be some far off dis destination. Um, your local trails are going to do just fine. Um, I'll miss most of the peak colors as far as traveling around Kentucky this year because we're taking a family trip to Hilton Head. Uh, but I'm sure we'll find a couple of hikes on the way to and from. And so at least I have that to look forward to as far as enjoying the outside. Uh, but I definitely plan on spending more time around the local trails and just enjoying the season because uh, here in northern Kentucky where I live, uh, you can definitely see some of the change. Um, a lot of the uh, yellow-orange you know, type colors are out there, which is what pops best for my eyeballs. Um, which are, uh, I suffer from a form of color blindness, and so it's not, I don't see things quite the same as most other people. So the fall season is here. You know, the question is, you know, when are peak colors? Typically, it's going to be right toward the end of October, that last 10 days or so, um, heading into November. Uh, you can move that timetable up just a little bit just because of how dry it's been. Uh, the yards around here are crispy and brown. And so, you know, because I guess my neighbors don't like to water their lawns, and that's okay with me. All right, now, uh, leave no trace segment. So urine and feces, more specifically, uh, wipes and toilet paper. So one of the best trends this year has been the absence of wipes and toilet paper dotting the trails that I've traveled. Uh, during the pandemic, it seemed I couldn't go a single day without uh, coming across a lot of wipes and a lot of toilet paper scattered around the trails. Um, so I don't see too much out there right now, which is good. Uh, but if you've got the wherewithal to pack wipes and toilet paper for your bum hole, uh, you can just have the courtesy to also pack a Ziploc so you can pack that stuff out and deposit it to the nearest trash can when you leave. Uh, you know, it, everybody has to go to the bathroom out there. You know, um, you know, men uh, typically just kind of drip dry. Uh, I have, I'm not opposed to uh, the ladies doing the same. And so, you know, when it comes to, you know, leaving this stuff out on the trail, it's just, you know, we're here to see, you know, fall colors. We're not here to see white toilet paper and white wipes. Um, so fall is, <clears throat> you know, super busy season. You can just check into, you know, some of the hotel bookings and that kind of stuff and see the rates that they're charging in popular hiking destinations this time of year. And so uh, typically the trails are going to be pretty packed. So just make sure that you're courteous. Uh, to other visitors and one way to extend that courtesy is to simply not leave your urine and feces stained wipes next to the trail all right so that wraps it up this is a super quick one but the fundraising update uh the total donated to kentucky natural lands trust now stands at a big old 280 bucks or 28 percent to goal this has been the kentucky hiker project podcast and if you'd like to sponsor an episode submit an ad or give a shout out to one of your fellow hikers go to the podcast page at kentuckyhiker.org podcast and hit the sponsor and episode link. I can write the ad copy or you can do it yourself. Thanks for listening and enjoy your next hike. And uh, just so you know, next week, the 15th episode. And so that is when we will start our actual sponsors. And so I'm looking forward to that. Have a little bit more extensive uh, podcast for you as well. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.